Welcome, everybody, to Generation Viewpoint. My name is Evan, and this is my dad, Freedom. Hello, everybody. Good to see you again. How you doing, Dad? You know, I am doing very well. Thanks for asking, man. You know, yeah, I could tell that you were doing well. <laughs> Do you want to know why? <laughs> you're scaring me. <laughs> okay, why? Because your outfit is looking very oh, fine. Oh, man, Evan. <laughs> All right, so we got to talk about this. And... <sighs> <laughs> Seriously, we need to talk about this, okay? Okay. And everybody listening right now is either going to say that freedom is dead on, or he's going to—they're going to say that freedom's got really something messed up with them. Which I can already tell you that the second one is true, but that's besides the point. <laughs> so when you say, "I I truly believe that no man should ever say out the word outfit," I I think it is a non-acceptable man word. Outfit. We wear shirts and pants. We do not purchase outfits and then store them together to be worn together only. I didn't say... No, wait, hold on. Hold, hold on. Okay. Okay. Right. Yes. <laughs> you don't store pants and shirts together as an outfit. Okay. You store them separately. Yeah. But when you wear them together, yes. it becomes an outfit. See, I, I don't know. No man. matter... What you wear. So I could wear green shorts yeah. and a yellow shirt. That's an outfit. It's not a good outfit, Yeah, but it's an outfit. I, I just don't see it, man. But outfit is just a word. I think outfit is more for small children and, and women. I think they buy outfits. I think see, I go to the store. When I have never in my life gone to the store looking for an outfit or said to a person who works in the store, and they said, can I help you? And I'd be like, yeah, I'm looking for a really nice outfit. I would never... Say those words. You know how you won't say the word groovy? Yeah. I will never ask somebody to help me because I need to pick <laughs> out an outfit. It won't happen. I've never asked someone to help me pick out an outfit either. I need a pair of pants and I need a shirt. <laughs> That's what I need. And they live separately. They never combine to make an outfit ever. But they do. No. What no. you're wearing right now is an and it matches. No. This is not an outfit. This is Every, two pieces okay. of clothing. We, we need to help my dad. Okay. Well, what are you going to help me with? He, I got a shirt and he pants. He is going on. crazy right now, and he's in denial <laughs> because his outfit, it, my shirt, first it matches. It's supposed to match. That's an that's the definition of an outfit. Absolutely not. That is that is buying a pair of pants and a shirt that go together. That's it. That they that you can be worn together, just like your shoes and your belt should be the same color. That's not an outfit. It's just that's what you're supposed to do. Definition of an outfit. Oh, again, with the definitions. Okay. <laughs> a set of clothes worn together. Wrong. Correct. Word, it's right here. Word, that is, made, but word used by small children and moms or wives. No. Yes. No. I'm telling you. No, it ain't happening. Sorry. I'm not wearing an outfit. I'm wearing a shirt and pants. You know what? You guys got to let our listeners, they have to let me know. Am I completely lost on this? Or this is a Facebook. Uh, all right, I'm making a note right now because we're gonna have you. to do a <laughs> Facebook poll on this. Facebook and poll. I have asked um, outfit man to, word. I've asked two of my friends. Yeah, and both of them said that I am in the right. Okay. Well, we're gonna find out with a poll. <laughs> so I'm telling you, man, no way. So. I don't know. You know what? This reminds me of something because right now I'm starting to feel a little bit bullied. You're starting to, you know, you're picking on me. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question for you. When does a prank, 
right? You pull a prank on somebody. Mm-hmm. When does a prank cross the line and it becomes bullying? Right? We kind of grew up when you're kids, you're pulling pranks on people and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Well, when is it that that person then can call that bullying and not just a prank? When the person is no longer laughing. What? Really? Yeah. <laughs> well, usually when you pull a prank, though, the, the person who's been pranked isn't laughing right away. Well, no, no, no. They're, that's what makes it funny it means, is that they buy into a fictitious I mean, something. like, after. And if you do it repetitively. Well, if, but if you, can't, if you don't know what the reaction is going to be afterwards, then how are you going to know if it's a prank or bullying them? Right, so... The first time you do it, if they cry or get hurt or they're like, you're a jerk, yeah. then you don't ever do it again. Any prank ever again. To them. To them. Yeah. Jeepers, that sounds no fun. <laughs> it sounds kind of boring. There are billions of people in this world that you can pull a prank on. Yes. You can leave out one person. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, so this topic of bullying, I mean, this isn't where I was planning on going today. But it is an interesting topic, and it's a very sensitive topic. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it's a real, you know, as I have said, even when you guys are growing up and, and, you know, when we're talking about things with anybody else, is whether I agree with you or not on your reaction, your feelings and how you feel about it are real, right? Mm-hmm. Just because I disagree. Uh, on whether you should feel one way or another doesn't mean that what you're feeling isn't real. So, and I think bullying is one of those things that sometimes the old school freedom of buckle up, right? Yeah. I mean, because when I was a kid, it's totally different, man. When I was a kid, I mean, sometimes there were fights in the schoolyard. There was teasing going on. Mm -hmm. There were all these things. And it was never really classified as bullying. It was just part of being a kid and it happened it, yeah you, you know and you were responsible for buckling up and finding a way to deal with it and i'm not saying that's the right way i'm just saying that's how it was when i was younger you, you know what i mean mm-hmm. if you had a problem with somebody who's picking on you 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 know call them out to the schoolyard and sometimes you got beat but at least you defended your honor kind of a thing you know what i mean yeah. it's different now i don't know i mean can you put a what's your pulse from being in school more recent days uh, on this whole topic. I mean, it's such a sensitive topic, and I, I almost don't even want to be talking about it right now because it's such, it's, it is a sensitive topic. Yeah. But I think it's worth addressing because it is a real thing, you know? Mm-hmm. So when does... So a prank becomes bullying when the person isn't laughing anymore, right? You've hurt them, mm-hmm. right? So at one point... I mean, are people responsible for for handling their own... I don't know what question I want to ask here. I really don't know. This is a tricky one. And I, everybody who's listening right now, I'm sure, is like, it really is. Like, how do you even talk about this without stepping on somebody's toes? Yeah. You know? Have you ever felt like you were bullied? Let me ask you that. that there's yeah. a fair question. Yeah. Okay. What was the scenario that you felt that you were being bullied? Was it, was it name-calling? Was it f- physical pushing around? What was it? Can you remember a moment? Not all the time, but just a moment when it you felt just, bullied. It was just words that they... So saying things to you about you, calling you names or whatever, things like yeah. that. Degrading you in some way. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or like the act of just leaving me out of stuff. Oh, okay. Social bullying is, right, isolating you, mm-hmm. right, pulling away. Okay. And those are real. those are real things. So at what point is it... Did you at any time wish that I had stepped in 
with my old school mentality of, you know, you really need to take ownership and buckle up and kind of go through this. I know what you're going through, but, right? Well, you have. Okay. Because I've come to you and mom before. Yeah. And I've told you mm-hmm. the things that were going on. Yes. And you were just like, oh, you're not being bullied. Yeah. Like, just go. Yeah. And I'd be like. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel bad. I am being bullied. <laughs> like, I know for a fact I'm being bullied. Yeah. And, like, you're just being like, you're not being bullied. So do you think that I handled that incorrectly then? This is great. Now now we're, now we're we can talk about something that's real yeah. because this is about you and me. Do you think that I mishandled a moment in your life when you thought when you were feeling you were being bullied? I think you did. Okay. Just not be, not necessarily the after, like the effects of um, what happened after that, but because of like what you said, I guess. Okay. All right. Did you feel that I was not being sensitive and in tune to how you were feeling? Well, I think what, happened and this is deep um when you said that i kind of i think i kind of took it as my feelings aren't real but see i've always told you guys that your feelings are real and i understood but you probably didn't hear that yeah i never heard right i heard i think i'm being bullied and you saying you're not being bullied so i thought okay then this is not real yeah yeah not what I not what I would want to intend, right? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Interesting. So how would you this is it, how would you have wanted all right, so let's say there's a parent out there right now. And mm-hmm. they're in this they're in a situation that you and I were in this this moment in time past, right? And they think like I do, and they maybe want to say like what I said to you, right? Mm-hmm. What do you wish? I would have said, or how do you wish that I would have handled that? How could I have helped you in that moment in time? Because I can't go to school and beat somebody up. No. Yeah. So what could I have done that would have helped you in that situation when you were looking for help? I don't know. I wouldn't have wanted you to go to the kid's parents. Right. Because then the kid's parents would either take it as a joke and whatever. Sure. Or they would go and tell their kids. Right. And the kids would come to me. They just do it worse. Yeah. Yeah. And make fun of me because I went and told my parents. So right now you're sitting at a table and when one of the one of the parents that one of our listeners and viewers is sitting here and they say, Evan, well, I heard the podcast and I heard what you went through and one of my kids is going through the same thing. What should I do? What do you tell them? I would say that you their emotions are real. Okay. And you shouldn't write it off as wrong, mm-hmm. even if it sounds ridiculous. Because what yeah. they feel, even if they might be exaggerating, mm-hmm. but what they feel is what they feel. You can't change that, yeah. their opinion of how they feel. Totally. I totally agree with saying you. saying something. I totally agree with you. So, so I think you should go and be by their side mm-hmm. and comfort them. Right. Not baby them. Yeah. But be like, you, you can get through this. Okay. Whatever you're going through or whatever. Yeah. And just be by their side through that that time. That phase. Yeah. Okay. Um, but never write it off as, oh, you're overreacting. So step one would be acknowledging that what they're feeling is real. Yeah. Right? And being compassionate. That would be step one. 
Mm-hmm. Step two then would be not tell them to not go and challenge the parent or the school or the student mm-hmm. and not to just tell them, hey, get over it. Yeah. Like grow up or whatever, but to say, these are real feelings. And now step two, I'm going to come alongside you and this is going to be tough, mm-hmm. but we're going to get through this. Yeah. And that's what you would recommend. Mm-hmm. I think those are great steps. And I apologize that I did not do that back, back in the day. I have always, well, I shouldn't say always. I guess I probably learned that somewhere along the line that how people feel are real, whether I agree or understand it or not. <laughs> Maybe I learned it after that episode in your life. And so I apologize that I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. You know, that's one of the things that, um, you know, all parents and all of us strive for is to learn things, to be ready for something when it happens, but we're not always ready for it when it happens the first go around. Yeah. So I apologize, but sorry about that. So, uh, man, that was, that was stinking awesome. <laughs> I love talking to you. Man alive, I can't even imagine you living someplace else and us not getting to talk like that. Man, that's fantastic. Yikes. I don't even know where to go from there, honestly, uh, because there's just... Uh, all right, so here's... All right. All right, so we've got a few minutes here. I'm going to ask you a deep question. Another one. It's a decision. Well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're in that mode right now. So I'm going to ask you a... It's, I guess it's not deep, but it's a decision question, okay? This is a, okay. a decision you have to make, all right? Mm-hmm. Would you rather that your mother and I, your parents, would you rather us financially support you and give you whatever you need starting out in life. So pay for college, buy you a home, buy you a car, do everything that you need, right, to Mm -hmm. get you set up for life. But by doing that, we're not left with anything. And so a retirement, so when we're older, you would have to probably take care of us financially. Or would you rather us not be able to do any of that stuff to help you. Mm-hmm. But later on in years, we have enough saved up to take care of ourselves so you're not responsible for us. Which would you prefer? Option two. Option two. Why is that? Um, first of all... Because you don't want to take care of us when we're old? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that may be a little part of it. But okay. no, no, no. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the main part is I, I want to make mistakes on my own. Okay. So I don't want to live in a house that I didn't earn because then I'm going to be like, oh, this is my parents' house, not mine. Interesting. So I won't okay. take care of it as much. Yeah. And I feel like, again, when you struggle, you succeed more. Right. So like, I, I'd rather go out lose all my money yeah and then grow from there then start on top and then fall hard right i okay i i agree i mean i i agree with that i was just curious on how that would come down because i think some people would be like well no i'd rather get started out right mm-hmm. and then later you know hopefully i can you know help take care of you yeah. when you need to and things like that plus so, this I always love the story of someone coming from a horrible past into something great. Yeah. So I feel like I want that kind, not necessarily all of the horribleness. Right. But like I would feel like coming from nothing, growing into something. The thrill of victory. Is the story that I would like. You know, this goes back to an Andy Rooney quote that we put in one of our episodes 
about hilltop experiences and that the happiness is in the climb. Da, 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 da. Perfect example right here. The climb is where the happiness is, not in sitting in the hilltop. I don't know why you keep doing that. Andy Rooney is a pretty cool <laughs> cat, man. So, But this question is one that as, when you get older and you start thinking about having kids or you do have kids, right, you start thinking about, all right, I have X amount of dollars. I only have this much. Do I, do I use this money to put into a college fund or to you know buy my 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 child, my son or daughter, a car or whatever, or do I put this into a retirement fund so that I have money to take care of myself when I get older, right? You start having to make these decisions. And mm-hmm. so that's why I was wondering from your point of view as the child at this point in time, which would you prefer? That's why I was asking you that question because you'll see, you'll see down the road, you'll make that choice one day. You'll have a little bit of money. Yeah. You'll be like, where do I put this? Mm-hmm. And we, do, we all do that because we got to make options, you know, or choices, I mean, so... But anyways, just so you know, Andy Rooney did say, in closing, to another great episode, he said, I have learned that when you harbor bitterness, happiness will dock elsewhere. True. <laughs> of course it's true. Andy Rooney said it. <laughs> oh, <my> anyway, <laughs> that'll wrap up a, another great episode. Ev, Ev, Thank you for your honesty on that. And I really hope that the conversation that we just had in where I failed, right? Yeah. And, and a real thing, I really hope that conversation helps people who are listening and watching right now and maybe in a, in a, in a predicament, predicament or situation that they're in. Uh, that was fantastic. Thank you for that. So, yeah. But in the meanwhile, everybody have a fantastic week. We love it that you join us on a regular basis. And uh, we just uh, hopefully you're getting as much out of this as we are. So have a great week. See ya.